welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Wasif Timurain. This podcast is about examining our inward thinking and how some of those thoughts and feelings can affect our everyday lives. Having studied philosophy led me to believe that being aware of our thoughts allows us to succeed in many aspects of one's personal and professional life. I intend on examining those thoughts to ultimately help you build a stronger, healthier, and more full relationship with yourself. Join me as we venture to the part of ourselves too often neglected. It's going to be tough, but rewarding. Join me as we venture to the deep end. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of The Deep End. I'm Again, I'm your host, Wasif. Um, I wanted to start off by discussing what this podcast would actually be about, uh, since obviously it is the first episode and nothing, no ex- uh, pre-existing content is out there. Um, so let's just get right into it. Um, I really wanted to create a podcast where I could just talk about things that I felt I just didn't hear about conceptual ideas, things that I thought about myself that maybe you just wouldn't sit down and have a conversation with uh, with somebody else. Um, often when I was looking into podcasting, I got a lot of, you know, the, the six most successful podcasts are the ones that have, uh, interviews and, and you have, you, you sit down with, uh, a guest and you engage the guest and you bring, bring out what you would want to know of the guest and you, your audience listens to them and you, you know, all that, all that stuff. But, um, that wasn't appealing to me, although I do I, I do find that interesting and, I, and that's something that I wouldn't remove off the table because I think it's so important to learn from other people. And I think, again, human interaction is, is so important, uh, is an important learning tool. Um, so with that being said, I think having interviews is great. It's, it's a great content um, driver. For me, for the purpose of, of what I wanted to do, what I had envisioned was was not that. I wanted to sit here and discuss, literally, well, not discuss, because d- discuss has the illusion of there's two people, me and somebody else discussing it. In this podcast, it's literally just me talking about a concept and how that concept maybe sort of applies to you maybe you've thought about it maybe you haven't maybe after listening to this you think hey i that's 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 a really good interesting point that's something i want to go back and revisit and and that profound either profoundly affects you or you know it, it, even for just a second it changes the way you you view things um in your life and maybe it changes the way you you are as a person um i think being more aware of these of of concepts and ideas and things that go on help you with that and i wanted to create a podcast where people can listen to something like that um the the title is literally the deep end because i'm talking about things that you know we, we avoid uh the deep end is sort of like the the deeper side of life the side that we don't want to talk about um which brings me to to the fact that uh, i am a minority i'm of pakistani background and born and raised in canada um and the first and the reason i bring that up is the first intuition i always get is you know you're you're pakistani background and you're born and raised in canada but still you've got a you've got a pakistani background why don't you get into math or why don't you if if there's anything worth talking about it's going to be 
engineering or it's going to be something math related or science related and hey that's all that's all good and it's it's very important and also we can we can have those conversations but i have an interest for conceptual ideas for for language for epistemology for the way we we understand knowledge and the way we apply knowledge and how we feel about very generic concepts and how they affect us um now that's the now it shouldn't surprise you that i do have a um a bachelor's in in philosophy and that's sort of where my love grew for it but i came to really really understand this later that i've always had a, a desire and a passion for this i guess it just wasn't something that was cultivated very early on because you know you're in primary school and primary school's focuses are hey you know smash smash as much as much education as you can in, into a pupil and and prepare them for for life by making sure they understand the most and get the most out of this short time period and you don't really have that time of of reflection of what this material really means to me and maybe that's what i'm trying to get at in this podcast is you know i give you this material and what does it mean to you how we can do and i discuss how that material is applied to you as an individual and how that may be affecting you. That's some, you know, if you, it, might be, it might just be something like, okay, well, whatever. But to some, you might have a profound effect and, and you might actually put on a whole new lens and think about how it affects your family, how it affects your career, how it affects your goals, and, and so much more. And if I can get that one, I guess, one person to feel that way from listening to one any one of these i would think i've achieved something so if having these conversations means talking about things that people don't usually want to talk about but you know i don't seem to drag the popular crowd i don't i'm not doing what's the in thing in 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 sort of in podcasting again that's not my focus my focus is doing something i've had a passion for so let's actually get into the topic of the episode. Uh, I wanna, I've titled the topic of this episode, Losing. And right at an instant, you may be like, okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's very obvious what losing means. You know, if you win something, you obtain a victory, something that's, that you desire that I guess puts you on a level or puts you in a stance that you weren't before and to use an achievement because you didn't have it before you strive toward it towards it with goals that you created and you finally got there it might be as simple as winning as a, winning a board game you know you, you set out to get you know set out to achieve a goal by getting buying as much property and alluding to monopoly if, if you don't know um you know buying all the property that's available and i don't know building your own city and making millions of dollars from your paper board game anyway so with with losing is obviously the opposite um you don't obtain victory you don't obtain achievement you don't have those million houses that you thought you would have had in in the board game um some people are like okay i know the difference between winning and losing i get it but but do we really understand what kind of profound effect losing can have um just when I started this podcast, I've just been watching a lot of um, how to start a podcast and how, what to do and what equipment to buy. And 
there was a lot of conversation just with this of, you know, if you are not serious and it's not a passion, then, you know, don't bother. Um, you, you're not really going to get far. It's, it's not going to be something you're going to enjoy. I, I, that's sort of setting yourself up for failure already. Um, you've already understood the concept of losing from what you've been understood as, uh, well, from what you've understood it to be. And I've already applied it even before you, you've attempted anything. And to me, that is so severely damaging to anyone. It's, it's sort of, uh, one of those things that you, you end up not realizing how bad it actually is. Um, being in that cycle can actually affect your relationships and how you proceed from then. Um, let me give you an example. If you're somebody who thought, hey, you know what? I think what'll be interesting is if I want to become, I don't know, a scientist. And But you have this one course you just didn't do well in. So, you, you know, you base off you base your thinking off of that one course and say, listen, you know, I didn't do well in that one course. And I think based on that, I can already see myself not doing well. So what have you done there? You've already, you've already set up the game where you said, it's not, it's not going to work. You've already set up uh, that losing cycle where you say, you know, I'm going to start off by, by saying it's not going to work. Um, and that, and then you're left with not even, you know, you might have not pursued that. You might, you might, you might have, you might have pursued something else differently, but it's, it's something to be said that you, you were at a loss of what you originally desired. And I think that is so profoundly um, spiritual and profoundly poetic that we can manage to change our whole discourse because of a fear because of a feeling, because of a projection that may not even be accurate, um, we we don't we're not we're not psychic. Well, I don't know if anybody else is here, but uh, I know I'm not. Um, but y- you, it's hard to determine what's gonna happen, and yet we determine it already. But don't get me wrong on this one. I don't want to be I don't want to be ignorant where I don't take into account that, you know, there's some things beyond our control. So what I mean is when we have that process of us envisioning, are we going to do well at X? Are we going to do well at the thing that we we are thinking about doing? Um, no, because of, like I said earlier, financial constraints, um, uh, logistical problems. There are a ton of other stuff that is legitimate. Um, but something is to be said about that crush dream or that hope that just never went anywhere. Um, and it's kind of, it's, think of it almost as, as one of those records that, you know, you, 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 your favorite song. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to use the old CD example because I was around for CDs. It was a thing. I was even around for tapes, but, um, I'm talking about cassette tapes, so let's just, but let's not even go there. Um, but let's talk about CDs, and um, you know, it's one, of, it's kind of like having your favorite CD, and and you 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 plug in your favorite CD, you play your favorite song. Um, all of a sudden, you realize, okay, it's kind of you know outdated. You got to get it, you know, you, there's there's no use. It serves no purpose. Let's just 
toss it out. Okay, so you you know you toss out that CD, you put it in the back, and um, but what what about that time that you spent listening to that favorite song? What about that connection that you had with that song? Um, with with relation to uh, losing, what what about that dream that you had that just never happened? I mean, you spent mental energy. You sp- you might have even spent physical planning, but you spent some sort of emotional and mental energy towards thinking about that goal. And yet, we're so quick to toss it out uh, as if it was nothing. Um, and just that, to me, is so uh, crazy. But at the same time, of course, there's legitimate legitimate reasons why you might do that. Um, now, I'm not saying that, you know, don't you dare do that, Um uh, reach for your goals always, 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 you know, we should always say that to ourselves to a certain extent. I don't think we should make unrealistic expectations for ourselves and for people around us. Um, But what I'm trying to get at is the fact that it exists. What happens with uh, losing is beyond just not winning. Losing is beyond um, a a feeling or, or something that you want to avoid. It's actually, it has more to it. It's got more layers to it. It can be a almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy where in which someone can be in a stuck uh, stuck in a rut of of thinking, okay, I'm going to do X. Uh, oh, wait, you know, but there's all these other factors of A, B, and C that might not work out, so I won't do it. And okay, uh, you know, let's let's throw that out the window. Uh, but but don't I don't think we should do that to ourselves um, unless, you know, the circumstances really point towards not doing it. Um, but I think as humans, we should do our best and our very, very best to stay out of that cycle and be conscientious, conscientious of it. Um, the best way I think to do that is to a, I always say acknowledge, I was going to say acknowledge, but I always, I always say acknowledge with everything because I've learned the power of just acknowledging something. And I think you're going to see a, com- a common themes throughout the, these episodes. And one of them is definitely acknowledging. Acknowledging is a part of giving us awareness. It gives us that ability to, to say, here's something that we need to revisit other than just putting it away. And losing is one of the great examples, I think, that we should begin to acknowledge. Because often we're so focused on our achievements that we lose sight of what happened in the past with losing. Now, some people, there there are these memes and, uh, I don't know, social media posts that are always like, hey, you know what, you shouldn't focus on the past. You should just move on. But I think there's something to be said about learning from your past, and if not learning from your past, revisiting your past, cultivating it, and maybe trying to achieve what you weren't able to do before. I don't, I always, whenever I say that, I think it, there's always this connotation of, of it being taken as a bad, as a bad way. And, you know, this is something that I, I get a lot that I shouldn't tell people to backtrack, that backtracking is a waste of life. Um, but are there, are, do there, are there things that exist that are worth backtracking? Um, I believe so. I think that sometimes, you know, going back into the past for something that you were really passionate about, that you, you know, it was, it's always stayed in the back of your mind um, that this is something that you never got to do and you've always wanted to do it or 
or that it just, you felt like it just wasn't going to happen. So you just had to do it. Um, I think that's, there's something to be said about that. And I think that there's something valuable in that, that people can do that. I think in today's culture and society, there's a heavy um, focus on not doing that because doing that means you don't move forward. Um, I don't know where that comes from. Personally, sometimes I think it's just that capitalism type model where, you know, go, 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 buy, 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 and what's new and take what's new and move on with it. Um, kind of like, you know, what's the newest technology? What's the newest phone? What's the newest device or whatever? And, and run with that. Um, but what the, whatever devices come out are, are, are based on what didn't work in the past or what needs to be, uh, transcended, um, in terms of innovation. And so there is some thought being done towards the past. There is some thought being given towards the past. So why should we not apply that to our lives? Why should we not um, look at our lives as an innovation and think, what in the past did I was was I not able to achieve? Can I still do it now? You know, did someone think about a phone where, in, I don't know, in 1999, did someone think about a phone that you could touch with, you know, your, your bare fingers and control and manipulate with your bare fingers and thought, oh, okay, you know what? probably not going to happen. And then, you know, maybe somebody revisited it later. I don't know the actual stories and facts behind that. So disclaimer, uh, don't at me for it. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying, point being, that if if you are, there, there's something to be said about revisiting um, loss and losing and the concepts of losing. It's not just about going into your past, but if your past is made up of one in which you struck out because of fear of striking out, then it's not necessary that you pack up and move on and go on to the next thing. I th- I'm, I strongly still believe there is something to be said about going back and trying to do the things that you never got to do. At the end of the day, one thing, one, one great way of looking at it for me is, is risk. Um, and risk is, is, something that we do every day. Um, we, we're biological organisms that wake up every day and defy the odds because, you know, what are you always hear these stats, okay, what are the stats I could be hit by a bus or wake up and have, I don't know, some sort of fungal bacteria that would cause my brain to deteriorate. Okay, again, I am not a licensed medical professional. I don't know if any of that is true. I just made that up. But if any of that, you know, th- th- there's a large possibility, I think, statistically wise that I, I, I've always read about that it is a miracle in itself that humans wake up every day and achieve what they do. And and just by living and breathing are uh, magnificent achievements just in that. Um, and so, you know, just looking at that, we should be able to use that as a comparison. So, I don't want to say motivation because motivation sometimes is just too um, overly used. Um, I want to say that we should look at that as a way of understanding what we're capable of. That losing doesn't define you um, as what you are not capable of. Um, What you've attempted is far more, I think, of evident of what you're capable of. Um, and just because you may have not been in the victory 
or it may not have worked out to the point where it was an achievement, the fact that you attempted, you were there, that to me in itself is much of an achievement. And so maybe we should look at losing as not losing, but rather loss was more of an attempt, an attempt made. So if we change the definition from, you know, it's not something that we didn't have, weren't able to take on, just something we weren't able to do. So now we understand it to be is something that we were not to, able to do for the moment, uh, for the time being, something that we just weren't able to do. Um, what do we what do we take from all of that, um, other than a less aggressive version of, I guess, the definition where it doesn't weigh down on you? Um, but okay, we have that. Now, you know, we still have the problem of this is still something that can happen. And sure, I might take it lightly now, given what I've learned today. But, you know, we still have that existing problem. So a few things that I want to discuss that I want to I want to give to you, I want to challenge you to do, but I also give to you um, are things that help me out um, personally. Uh, but I've also I've heard a lot of people have turned to, if you will, of trying to overcome those feelings associated with not um, of not doing well or not getting what you wanted done. Um, and one of them was simply to write it down, to make a list of things that you were not able to do. Now, that might be really uh the opposite of what what people might tell you to do is and focus on the positivity but you know it might act as for some it might act as a motivator if it doesn't i don't recommend it but you know don't treat it as a a list of things you just never got to do i mean you know some people make a bucket list a bucket list is something where you know people make a list of things that they always wanted to do and then try to get them done so maybe think of it as a bucket list um the reason i don't like to say bucket list because i always feel like bucket list also puts that expectation of having to get it done and i'm not saying this list has to be a list of having to get it done but it needs to be a list that you feel like you might revisit someday if you don't totally cool but you took the time, you made it aware, you sat there, and you you made a conscious effort of trying trying to go back out of respect for you and yourself to bring those things to light and to fruition. So number two, um, I'm going to go on to uh, make a vision board. Um, I think at first when I used to hear about this, I thought, oh my gosh, like I don't want to make a collage. I'm not, you know, trying to pass in eighth grade uh, product project, um, not something I, I really care for. Um, but you don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a board of like scrapbooks and, and magazines cut out. So it makes it all look pretty. Um, but maybe it's literally just a roadmap, maybe a, a, a couple bubbles and a couple lines and, and stuff that says, Hey, I'm, you know, this was something I was never able to do. Let's start, put that at the end of the roadmap. What's something that, what's what's a small step that I can take to get to that end? Maybe there's something that I can do today. And you put that at the, at the finish, at the, at the starting line. And that becomes your, your roadmap. And what comes in between is something that you can decide. Which I also want to mention, um, 
from then, I guess this could be tip number three, would be just to journal. Um, journaling sometimes is that mentally making a vision board, I want to say. And sometimes it's just one of those things that we people always say, you know, journaling is so therapeutic, it's worth, um, worth something that we should constantly do. But um, maybe it serves more than just a purpose of letting our feelings out for the sake of letting it out. But maybe it's more constructive than we thought. And in the case of what we have here, where uh, we've, we were not able to do things because of a fear of not able to do, uh, because of a fear of not being able to do them, journaling might actually help us organize those thoughts and maybe even just get over them because we, sometimes things sound worse in our head and when it's written down, it actually doesn't sound so bad. Kind of like, you know, when you're doing a really, um, a, a math problem and then you end up writing all the components out and it ends up being a lot easier than you thought. I've never had that experience with the math problem because I've hate, I always hate math. So I can't attest to that last one, but I can attest to the fact that just writing things down has always made things either a easier or b more operationally defined. And maybe that's where I get the inspiration for this episode and, and this uh, um, type of podcast where instead of me being, maybe I'm like this verbal journal and where I just kind of put down content that works through different concepts. But isn't that kind of what like what everything else would be? But hey, anyway, let's let's not get into that today. Um, thank you for listening. I am so honored if you took the time to listen from beginning to end. And I would be even more honored if you chose to follow me. Um, I will have more social media outlets available. Um, right now, I'm in the process of recording many episodes, so I don't actually have anything available yet, but hope to get some stuff in the near future. I also want to be able to reach out to listeners, and if you're listening, um, I will provide an email, so you can definitely email that email, um, and if there's a topic or a concept or something you just want to see discussed on one of these episodes, um, I, te- I tend to keep it very conceptual and very abstract, so I, I don't really pick topics that have to do with like current news or things that are happening. Um, because you know, I, th- I think that there's a lot of that, and I, I want to give I want to give something that's a little bit more um, abstract than that. Um, so if there's something, you can even just send an email and say, "Look, hey, let's have a discussion of fear, of um, regret, of love, anything." Again, I thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.